Hello and welcome to the Folk Music Podcast. My name is Anders and in this episode I'm speaking with Gabriella Josefsson and Marcus Fenn from the Swedish band Meiram. Now Meiram is the Swedish word for the herb marjoram, which is an herb known for its uh, subtle, sweet and intriguing flavor, which I feel like um, also describes Meiram's music in a good way. Now, I um, first discovered this band earlier this year, and uh, I've listened a lot to their uh, latest release from town over the summer, and I have to say I've become a big fan of their music. It is an uh, appealing blend of uh, American, Celtic, and Nordic flavors, um, and it's all uh, packaged very neatly and... Uh, and tastefully in a sort of folk poppy um, package. Uh, that's how I would describe it anyway. I also really enjoy their lyrics, uh, which really resonates with me on uh, several levels. Um, and they sing both in Swedish and in English, uh, which is kind of an uh, unusual choice. So uh, if you happen to speak one of the Scandinavian languages, you will be able to appreciate the full spectrum of their songwriting but uh, there's something here for everyone I think so it was great to uh, speak with Gabriella and Marcus and uh, get to know the people behind the music uh, we talk about their approach to songwriting production and recording uh, and also reflections about how they work together as a band so um, yeah I greatly encourage you to check out their music and I uh, hope you enjoy our conversation. So um, here is me talking to Gabriela Josefsson and Marcus Fenn from the band Meiram. All right, I'm here with uh, Marcus Fenn and Gabriela Josefsson from uh, Meiram. Welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Now, I'm really grateful that you uh, agreed to come on the show because I'm a big fan of your music. I've been listening to your latest album a lot this summer. Excuse me. <coughs> And the way I tend to listen to music is that I find uh, music that I really connect with and I just listen to that stuff over and over and over and over again until I get totally sick of it. <laughs> and I don't think I'm there yet uh, that I'm sick of your music, so that's that's a good sign. Um, and it's kind of funny the way I discovered your music in the first place because it was uh, not online, <laughs> which is refreshing. Because I was attending the um, uh, uh, what, what's the name again? Uh, Nordic Folk Music Alliance. No, Nordic Folk Alliance. Is is that the showcase festival yeah, in Gothenburg? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of the Nordic version of uh, Folk Alliance. Um, so this was in Gothenburg in in April or May, I believe. Uh, and I was there, and you guys were playing a show, uh, not as a part of the official um, program, I think, but you were playing at a nearby pub or bar, sort of. Uh, and I just went in to see what was going on there, and you guys were on stage doing your set. Um, I instantly connected with what you were doing, uh, like four-piece band, um, mainly acoustic um, uh, setup, and really solid vocal harmonies and good songs, all the stuff that I like. So I had to, I had to check out your music online, and I realized that you had an upcoming album. Uh, so it, yeah, you have two albums out. The first one is called Meiram, uh, self-titled, and the next one is called From Town. Um, yeah, as I said, I've been listening a ton <laughs> to both, so when we can come back to 
to the albums and the songwriting and the production and all that nerdy stuff. But uh, first, I'd like to learn a bit more about your band. Um, tell me about how you get started. We've been we've been playing since is it 2016? Yeah, I think. And mm-hmm. uh, we all studied at the Academy of Music and Drama in Gothenburg. And we were in the same class there. Which course did you uh, take? Music teacher. All right. Um, and some of us uh, uh, were studying the world music program. And uh, I think Jonathan was at the improvisation mm-hmm. program and Amanda at the pop uh, genre. Cool. You know, I, I was I was there for one year myself, actually, at Artisten. Uh, okay. Oh, as an, ex- an exchange student from, from Norway. That, that was, I don't know, 2010, I believe. So it's a while ago. But I really enjoyed yeah. the, the school and, and the city. Perfect perfect size and like yeah. a great vibe. Yes. It's a nice place, a good place to uh, uh, meet new friends and uh, band members. For sure. And, uh, yeah, so we, uh, we were in the same class um, for a couple of years and uh, we started playing together and um, we've been uh, doing that ever since. Yeah, I think it was uh, Jonathan who wrote to me and Marcus uh, first. So we met up for coffee uh, and Jonathan had the idea of playing like Swedish folk music, uh, jazz uh, vibe. And the idea was mostly to play covers from the beginning, I think. Uh, and we also decided that we needed a singer. Uh, and I've heard, I heard uh, Amanda sing before. Uh, and knew she was amazing. So uh, we asked her. So we met up and uh, played a little bit together. Uh, and then we also uh, uh, found out that she was great at writing songs. So uh, we tried uh, one of her old songs called Skakninga, som also is at our first album. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was the point where we found the Meiram sound. Yeah, I think so and, too. And uh, yeah. how we wanted to uh, play and what mm-hmm. genre we wanted to play. How would you describe your, your genre? Um, Swedish folk music, pop and... What more? Um, American American folk music, too, I'd say. Uh, I was just about to say, uh, speaking of when we started and Amanda uh, joining, I have a memory um, of, uh, you know, we we were talking about, uh, just like you said, we need a singer. And uh, so uh, we thought about her. And then I remember uh, checking out a... um, a little clip on uh, Facebook, I think, where, from a concert where she was uh, singing and uh, playing the mandolin. And uh, I just uh, got uh, a kind of a overwhelming feeling or a, a, a kind of certainty uh, that I knew that she was the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice feeling when you kind of feel that you're onto something musically. Um yeah, so you guys been together for a while. Like, uh, tell me about your band name. Like, what's what's the it like Meiram? It's it's a Swedish name for uh, for the herb marjoram, is it? Or, yes. Or, yeah. yeah, that's right. Exactly. It's, what's um, the story behind that? And uh, yeah, when we've been playing for a while, we uh, thought that we uh, needed to have a band name. Which uh, is the worst part so of I forming think... a band, like? 
Yes. Yeah, it can <laughs> so be hard. pretty hard. Yeah, painful. It's it's easy enough coming up with like stupid names, like silly names. Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, we actually had a crisis a few years ago uh, when we almost uh, changed the name. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we still have the Madeam as the original original plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know really what uh, uh, how we did. Did all of us come up with uh, different yeah, suggestions? Yeah, well, I, I remember sitting around the table in the uh, cafe, and we uh, or we needed a name, but then we were also kind of uh, joking about it, and you know, coming up with silly names. Uh, but then I guess some of them were serious, or kind of almost serious, and then yeah, we talked about it and tried some. Uh, different ideas and uh, yeah everyone had uh, a couple different ideas and then um, uh, Gabriella came up with uh, Meiram and we really yeah it it was something about it uh, that kind of um, caught our attention it's not the most common Uh, it looks nice well No, not so much because of the it being a herb, but it just kind of <laughs> it, it looks nice. It sounds nice. It sounds um, you know healthy and uh, organic, yeah. <laughs> just like us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I sat and like googled different things like herbs and flowers, and I just yeah saw made them. And I thought it looked nice. Yeah, and it sounds nice. it sounds fresh. You yeah. know, yeah. like. <laughs> Like our music, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it does sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. great. And then, I mean, after a while, you stop thinking about the meaning of the word of a band. Like it's just yeah. it's just a band name. Like, mm. so um, okay. But um, um, as I said, I really connected with your music, and I mean, strong songwriting and strong lyrics. I think uh, is is it uh, Amanda who writes all the lyrics? Uh, well, most of them, I think. Uh, I also have written some of the songs. Mm. Uh, I think like two on the first album and then four on the second album. But we started out uh, only with Amanda's songs. Okay. And um, and and you sing both in Swedish and in English. Um, mm-hmm. Is yeah. there like, what's your thought about that? Is that you weren't able to decide whether it would be in Swedish language or an English language band? The compromise. Well, yeah, we talked. We talked a little bit about this, um, and uh, I don't know. It just comes naturally, both the languages, uh, and uh, yeah. Sometimes uh, we just uh, uh, get a phrase stuck in our head uh, with both melody and lyrics, and sometimes it is in Swedish, mm. and sometimes it is in English, and then. It just uh, comes uh, naturally to just develop that phrase into a whole song, mm. um, and I think I think it's easier uh, in one way to write in Swedish because it's easier to like be funny and uh, play with words mm. and also to describe feelings and uh, like uh, occasions in a deeper, more grounded way because I know the lang- language better. Better, yeah. Uh, but I also think that English is a very beautiful language. Uh, yeah. So 
Sometimes it's in Swedish and sometimes it's yeah. in English. Yeah, it's an interesting choice. Yeah, I think it, it just kind of happens. Uh, and also, uh, we're, we're trying out a song or, or a lyric, um, the different languages um, it kind of open up for different kinds of uh, phrasings. And, uh, you know, some a phrase might feel nicer or sound nicer in English or in Swedish. Mm. Uh, so that's that can be a part of it, too. Yeah. It's fine for me personally, like, since it's easier for me to connect with lyrics in Swedish or Norwegian than English. Uh, it usually takes me yeah. more time to really uh, connect with lyrics in English, even though I can understand all the words uh yeah, maybe you know what I'm talking about. Like it's, um, yeah, I'm just more familiar with the language, and also since I know you guys are uh, also Scandinavian speakers, maybe it also feels a bit more personal. I don't know. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of your lyrics mm-hmm. are very personal, and a su- substantial part of them seems to be about breakups and and like uh, a sad love, <laughs> which is yes. something everyone can relate to, I, I suppose. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, we're glad that uh, you were able to uh, pick up on that feeling or the, the sense of emotion uh, in our lyrics, because that's obviously a, a big part of uh, uh, the whole experience. Um, trying to share, you know, feelings, um, emotions, or thoughts, or um, stories. Yeah, uh, and sometimes we used to used to joke about that uh, most of our songs is about heartbreak yeah. because <laughs> me and Amanda both uh, have got dumped uh, a few times, so maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could definitely feel some personal we're experiences. Okay now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that maybe that's a good way to process uh, um, post breakup feelings. Yeah, like especially that so. song Skakninga you talked about. You mentioned before, like. Uh, yeah, there's, I think there's some be- beautiful ways to frame certain feelings and yeah, how things doesn't necessarily feel the way it used to feel and that's sad in a way, but that's also beautiful in a way. It's uh, yeah. mm-hmm. it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and some of our songs uh, that we originally wrote in Swedish, we've actually been developing uh, now later and uh, been written, uh, been, been writing English versions of them mm. as well. Uh, so that's interesting and uh, we uh, plan on trying them out on our next uh, concert cool Uh, yeah so that's gonna be interesting Mm. I mean it's it is kind of a I don't know strategic commercial choice to make like if if you want to be like uh, say in Norway or Sweden which are like uh, comparably small countries if you want to like well, I, I, when I see them, look at the Norwegian music scene, there are some Norwegian artists who are like major national artists that would never break outside Norway because uh, they only sing in Norwegian and the music it's 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 kind of built up in such a way that the lyrics is the most important part of the music, sort of. So they like I, I don't know how familiar you are with the Norwegian scene, but I know many big Norwegian artists who wouldn't have an international following just because they sing in Norwegian. But and they're probably fine. <laughs> but on the other hand, there are Norwegian and Swedish bands who are big abroad that many people in Norway and Sweden haven't even heard of. So 
I don't know. Is is that anything you thought about at all, or? Well, it's uh, definitely fun to uh, you know be, be able to uh, have people listen to the songs and understanding the lyrics. You know, even if they don't know Swedish, mm. um, that's fun. Uh, like we said before, I, um, does the choice of language kind of just just happens uh, by itself. Um, but the I, I guess we have a, a couple more doors open, so to speak. We enjoy uh, doing the Swedish and English and uh, hmm. yeah, it's nice to like it's a nice plus to reach uh, a broader audience mm. uh, when we write both in Swedish and English. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting choice. I don't, I don't, I don't know too many other uh, Scandinavian bands who does that actually. So, no, oh. interesting. Now, uh, as I said, I really enjoyed the the the, the songs, uh, and I also really like your like arrangements and your the whole production value of the albums. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, did you work with any external producer or anything on on the records, or did you do most of the of the arrangements and stuff yourself? Uh, well, we've done most of it ourselves, I'd say. Uh, we've rehearsed a lot and um, tried out a lot of ideas. Uh, uh, but uh, we've also had um, some great help from uh, Henrik Sederblom in uh, uh, Studio Epidemien in Gothenburg. Uh, He's, uh, uh, yeah, he's, it's been uh, obviously awesome to uh, work with him as well. As a, he's um, recorded the albums and also been acting like a kind of producer, uh, helping us out with ideas and uh, strategies. Yeah, sometimes so I, we listen to his ideas and sometimes not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, I, I think. We we would have sounded good without him, but uh, definitely not as good as as we sound. Yeah, it's nice uh, to have an outside yeah. uh, point of view when you're in the studio. Is my uh, experience. Yes, um, really, definitely. Yeah. And uh, did you record the album sort of in one session or like in one week, or is it uh, recorded over a, a longer period of time? Well, it was more spread out on both albums, I think, mm. that we had like the weekends. And then maybe we had two or three weeks pause when we didn't um, record and maybe just listened to all the recordings mm. to process and to uh, think of how we could develop it more. Uh, but we've never had like one week full concentration recording. That would be, would be nice to try sometimes. Yeah, definitely, well. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a, yeah. Maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can see it's it's, a, it's good to have some time to reflect and and like uh, assess the the direction you're taking. Like, like I, I, mm-hmm. I was in the studio with a band last week and recorded an entire album in five days, uh, and it's very like okay, you start um, and you stop and that's it like oh that's that that went fast like <laughs> yeah um but uh, do you enjoy record is do you think it's fun or is it just uh is it just uh, terrifying i think at first it was a little bit 
terrifying. Uh, I was nervous the first time, uh, but now I love it. Yeah. I think it's nice. Yeah, I think it's really fun too. Yeah. Um, um, compared to playing live, it's a really a different way of working with music. Sure. And um, it's uh, fun, but it, it can also be really frustrating, of course, if you have an idea and you, you know what how, how you want it to sound and you're trying to uh, get that idea to, into the recording and then you don't really make it and you, you try it again and again and again um, and then sometimes it works and uh, sometimes it doesn't no but, <laughs> I, but I, I think most of the time it works and I also think it's a very nice way of like connecting with all the band members mm -hmm. uh, because you spend so much time together and rehearse so much so i think like in the process of the first album we was so much better musicians after we recorded the album than we were before absolutely yeah it gives you gives you a kind of um, perspective uh, on the music sure yeah, it forces you to, to listen to the music in a different way, sort of, uh, mm. with yeah. a more critical air. Uh, yeah, because when you play live, is that if you make a mistake, who cares? Like it doesn't matter in the big context of. But if you if you mess up on the recording, you have to live with it yeah. <laughs> forever and ever. Exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, are there other musicians playing on the album, or is it you guys, the four of you, playing all the, all the instruments? Uh, we've got some uh, guests on uh, both of the albums. Uh, on this uh, latest one from town, we have Frida Norberg and uh, Sara Aldén uh, singing mm -hmm. and doing some choir stuff. And uh, then we've got uh, Johanna U. Olsson on uh, marimba. Oh. Hmm. And Henrik Sjöderblom. Uh, uh, right, uh, yeah. Was it mandolin? Yeah, mandolin. Yeah. yeah. Really hope we're not forgetting anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the the rests of the instruments and and the vocals and everything uh, we've done. Yeah, the four of us. And you all play a couple of instruments at least each on the record. Yes, mm -hmm. it's very it's a very layered sound, and uh, yeah, it's I really like the blend of as you said. There's there's a bunch of American influences there, but there's also a bit of this like the Swedish singer songwriter tradition like some of it reminds me of the early Sofia Carlson albums if you ever listen to those uh, absolutely yeah, yeah. Uh, really love the harmonica it's uh, is, is that you playing the harmonica Marcus that's nice. me good yeah. stuff <laughs> <laughs> thanks I've, I've got a secret um, to why it sounds so good it's because uh, I always play the same thing as uh, uh, Gabriella's playing on the violin yes but then <laughs> She makes it sound good, and I just make it sound kind of like uh, harmonica. Yeah, I know, but I, I know. <laughs> I play a bit of harmonica myself, actually, and I n never sound as good as I do as when I play with a fiddler, you know? The harmonica. Yeah, ju it's just really add, nice, yeah. the sound combined. Mm -hmm. just adds a bit of craziness to the f to the fiddle, in, in, in a way. <laughs> yeah. It does, yeah. Uh, by the way, like, random album recommendation, like, if you ever heard uh, the album På Grensen, with the Swedish fiddler Mats Berglund and a fairly unknown harmonica player, uh, oh, what's his name again? Magnus uh, Törnblad. Yeah, that's a great album uh, from the mid 80s. 
like okay to all the oh, listeners thanks. that's it's just just the swedish tunes on harmonica and fiddle just in unison the whole album nice so yeah we should check that out yeah really i mentioned sofia carlson do you have any other musical inspirations for the for the album is there some mus- bounce musicians that kind of inspire you or anything like that well uh, i think um we've uh, got a bunch of of inspiration from uh lots of places it's uh, kind of hard to know where to begin you know um <laughs> i've uh, my newest inspiration uh, musically is the gothenburg heavy metal band uh, at the gates oh yeah yeah which I, uh, I think they're really really amazing um you play any metal yourself well uh in my mind i do okay and, yeah uh, i'm <laughs> in, in there i'm i'm really amazing rocking out yeah. <laughs> but no i well i don't have any metal bands but um sometimes if i'm by myself i might you know try to play along with uh recordings that i like uh but anyway that that's a, a huge inspiration for me right now um and uh and otherwise we've got uh lots of different yeah, singer songwriters uh pop folk music um rock jazz uh yeah. Yeah. i get a lot of inspiration from like musicals mm really? Bjorn or Benny. okay <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh, and also uh, you know from each other yeah um when we try out new ideas or if uh, someone's written a song or something it, that that can be really inspiring just to yeah um uh jam together and, and listen to uh, each other yeah because it seems just like try to go to different concerts mm-hmm. in town yeah as well. it's very inspiring yeah there's a lot of there's a lot happening in in gothenburg still i guess yeah uh, do, is, is nefertiti still on like the jazz club is it still there it's still there um I've, i know the like uh, through the last year or so they've been having some kind of uh legal issues with uh, with the name and the uh-huh. uh venue um so I, i don't know really who owns the place now or whatever but uh i think they're still doing concerts yeah just remember that's that's where we used to hang out when i was in, in yeah. town oh, i feel old Anyway, <laughs> running a band is such such a difficult thing. Like, and and my, and you you've been together as a band for what is it, eight? Must be eight years then, or something like that. Uh, well, oh, uh, my yeah, my math is bad. Anywhere. Six years. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, six years. Yeah. A good few years anyway. Uh, <laughs> and like everyone has to like have the same priorities and hopefully live in the same country and. It's, I mean, I find it very tricky. Do you find it hard, or is it like it's a breeze? No fighting, no no drama. <laughs> <laughs> I I think there are um, a lot of different ways to uh, uh, kind of conduct uh, a band, um, and I I think we we've been able to uh, uh, yeah find a way that works uh, pretty well for us. Um I mean some sometimes maybe one person will be the band leader uh and the others kind of just join um and that that can work out fine for some bands 
uh, the, this band that we have now, um, I'd say is kind of a, uh, a democratic band yeah. uh, in the sense that uh, all of us are, are uh, doing the leadership uh, together. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Those are usually the best bands in my experience. Yeah, uh, I agree. And also, but also the hardest bands to to <laughs> to, to form uh, because yeah, so if, if say if it's just one person who has an, has a vision, he just has to like include other people in that vision. But it's it's usually it's usually you usually get a better outcome when four people come together and form a vision. Um, so I'm curious. I mean, you released an album fairly recently. Did you play a lot of shows this summer? Or how's that been? No, we had a uh, quite uh, uh, like free uh, summer because uh, Marcus was getting married, so we chose not to play so much uh, this summer. Yeah, you got married a, a month ago, Marcus. That's right. Yeah, I did. How does it feel? Awesome. I yeah. recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we decided to. Uh, like focus on a big uh, second release now in the fall and help me with the date here. Uh, October 15th. Yes. Uh, because uh, then our LPA, is it called that in English as well? No. Um, sure, uh, vinyls. Vinyls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it will be released then. So we will cool. have kind of a second uh, release concert then. Right. Nice. So in yeah. the spring, um, we did like a, a small release concert. Um, so the the album is already out there, but uh, it was still kind of um, we didn't really know uh, how many people we would be able to uh, invite and all that. So so we kept it pretty small. But now uh, October fifteenth, we're gonna try to uh, make it a, a big party. Yes. Very nice. With the extra uh, people in the band and all that. Oh, nice. Yeah. In, in Gothenburg, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. So really happy that you're printing vinyl. I'm looking forward to to that. Uh, Same here. It's, uh, yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit of a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> Creating them and carrying them around and stuff. But yeah. Really, I'm really glad that bands do that because. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of vinyls. Uh, so, great. Uh, do you have any other upcoming plans besides the, the release party? In Maidan, we're pretty, like, out in the last minute when we want to book gigs. <laughs> so, uh, often we, uh, we almost uh, always play when someone asks us to come and play. And we yeah. don't, like, <laughs> get the gigs ourselves <laughs> Okay. so much. <laughs> we're pretty bad at that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like the festivals, especially in Norway and in Sweden, they book so freaking early. It's yeah. like you have you have to be um, sending out stuff like a year in advance, almost. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's tricky that way. Yeah. We're aiming on uh, doing a couple gigs in the near future, anyway, and um, yeah, I guess we'll kind of see where that leads us. Um, sure. On our latest rehearsal, we tried out some new uh, song ideas as well. So we're kind of uh, 
getting started on that that stuff too. Um, to see where that Sounds leads. Sounds good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm a big fan as, as you must have realized by now. And like, I'm confident that you guys can be like a really big band in, in the folk scene if you, if you want to. It's, uh, well, thanks. It's, it's yeah. really great music in so many, so many levels. I'm glad you like it. So on that note, I wish you good luck with uh, your release in, yeah, in a month, in a month and a half, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And your new songs, and hopefully I get to see you play live sometime very soon. Thanks very much, and thanks for having us on the show. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Folk Music Podcast. As always, if you're curious about the show, please check out our website at thefolkmusicpodcast.com. Follow us on social media, and uh, we would also be very grateful if you considered supporting us via Patreon. Uh, that would help us a lot with uh, some of our expenses and also keeping the show rolling, basically. So um, with that said, I wish you a great week and I'll see you soon for another episode of the Folk Music Podcast. Take care. <laughs>